Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. <laughs> I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I am smiling today on this uh, I guess this is a Tuesday evening. Just listening to my mom on that intro, she's like, one of my favorite people. <laughs> it's just, it's very, it, it it puts me in a good mood when I, I start. started cracking up just watching you laugh <laughs> before the you know the voiceover stops. I'm just like, oh, she's really enjoying this. Yeah, well, I mean, I think. I forgot at what point she kind of like pops a pee a little bit, as I'm sure listeners for a long time are aware. But I think it's really cute. Oh, there she's walking down the hallway right now. Hey, mom. Hi. She's waving. She's cute. Um, but hi, everyone. Um, welcome uh, to Dad's Daughters and Dollars. So happy to have you back. Uh, what are we talking about today? Um, recasting. And like, what the heck's recasting? But I'm going to... You know, my mind goes to, you broke a bone, and then you got a cast, and then you broke the bone again, and they're giving you another cast. I have no idea. This is a lot (laughs) less painful than getting recast with a second cast. Like breaking a bone. This doesn't involve breaking a bone. Right. This has to do with mortgages. And uh, by the end of the podcast, I'm hoping to convince you that is definitely an option you should consider, and especially if you're a freelancer. It's good for people who are not freelancers, but for people who are freelancers, I think it's a really big well, uh, upside. So spoiler alert, um, you have told me about recasting before, but it's also something that is like kind of hard to wrap your brain around because I don't know why everyone wouldn't do it or like why they wouldn't teach it in high school, why basic homeowners, you know, like banks don't teach people how to recast. It's not a widely known thing is from what you've kind right. of seemed to tell it, me. It's not a widely known thing. And one of the reasons not everybody's doing it is because not everybody uh, um, qualifies. Okay. So, of course, yeah, that makes sense that there'd be All right. So let's talk about what is uh, recasting or mortgage recasting. So- there's two types of things when you want to change your loan. You can either refinance your mortgage, right? So you're lowering your interest rate. Right, I've heard Or that. you're recasting it, which is you put down a lump sum of money. It's okay. usually around the $5,000. Okay. It takes that much money off your principal, and now you have that much less of a mortgage to pay. Your interest rate doesn't change, but you're paying a lot less more. A lot less for your mortgage monthly. Logistically, I will ask this. I feel like from what I've talked to you about and what you've said, you are a fan of fixed rates across the board. Correct. Rates that don't change on you. Because then you don't know what to expect and you're giving more power to uh, creditors and and people who could potentially take more money from you. Um, So is this, can you recast if you have a fixed? Can you recast if you have a... um, Yes. Okay. All right. I just didn't know if if that applied to one or the other. You have an adjustable, you can recast all of those. Great. Um, So, but let's go over it. So in order to do a recast, borrowers, the person who owns the house, must put down usually a lump sum payment. Now I was, when I, before I learned about recasting, 
I was prepaying some of the principal because you know that if you prepay some of the principal, usually you get a mortgage statement and it says, you know, X amount of this is principal, X amount is interest. And then there's a box that just says additional principal. And then you put the sum total at the bottom. So, so you have to pay your regular monthly payment. And then if the bank, if the bank will let you pay more yeah, than I, that. Exactly. Not and a lot of people want, will. You but don't want to pay additional print interest. You want to pay additional principal because that lowers how long it'll take before you totally out own the house outright. Gotcha. So for instance, if you had a mortgage that was $1,500 and in the first year of the loan, you're paying $18 for principal. Okay. And the rest of the $1,500 is interest. There's if in the interest. box that says additional principal, you put $400 because you could afford to pay $1,900 a month. Right. Then you pay $1,900 and now you've paid the $18 principal plus the $400 and you've paid $418 principal. So it's going to lower the amount of, and the, and the term that, you know, if you took a 30-year loan, if you keep paying $400 a month each, you might pay it off in 20 years. So is recasting that process just on a larger scale? How does that? Um, it is, but here's, there's a couple of things where like, you, yeah, what where makes you it different? can't get them and how you can. Okay. You can't get it unless you have a little bit of equity in your house. And by a little bit, I mean, I don't know the exact amount. No bank will probably ever really tell you, but you can't be in your house for two months and then go, I'd like to recast. Gotcha. Okay. I was, didn't find out about recasting until I was in the house of, about 15 years, but you would probably have to have enough equity in your house that you were probably in it six to seven years. Okay. So just to get equity straight, when I hear the term equity and I should be smarter than this, but it makes me feel like you've added improvements to the house. It just means that you've maintained the house and kept it up, or you've just physically lived in it for long enough to say that, yeah, it's still standing. We haven't burned it down to the ground. No, that's not equity. What does equity mean? Equity is the money that you have in the house that you, so if you buy a $100,000 house and you put down $50,000, your equity is 50000 Got it. Okay. So, so now, the longer you're in the house, the higher equity you have at 15 years when you started recasting, you had a pretty high equity at two months. No one's going to have a high equity. Got it. Cool. Thank right. you. So yeah, it's like, embarrassing so, that I, <laughs> so here's, no, that's not embarrassing. Here's There's a, another term that like, Oh, if you renovate your home, you're putting. Correct. You are. That, at, that, that's a financial one, term. You're 100%. That's not equity. <laughs> you're 100% adding equity if you do improvements on your house. Okay. But that's clearly not the only way you have equity. Correct. Got it. So give me, I'm um, sorry to interrupt you. I'll give you a couple examples. Here's our house. It cost 209,000. 30 plus years ago. We, Put down $45,000. So the day we move in, we have $45,000 worth of equity in the house. Okay. If the neighborhood, within a year, the houses are selling for 300000 I now have 145 or 209 to 300 is like 91000 plus the forty-five. That's how much equity I have in the house. So if I could turn around in a year and sell it for 300000 because the, the real estate went up, I have a the 91 plus the 45. That's how much equity I have in the house. Okay, got it. So it's also relative to like the area around you and the real estate around you. Correct. Potentially bringing up or bringing down the value of your home. Correct. Okay. Now, let's say I put in a new kitchen and I spent $35,000 on the kitchen. Now I have the 45000 I put down to get in the house. Right, it's all added. The 91, so it just 
So there's your equity. So equity, you need equity, and no bank will really tell you the answer, but you they need They never some. tell you the total percentage, but you can't do it probably within the first three years of the loan. Probably no way you could do it. Okay. But a lot of pe- people in the first three years are just probably trying to get used to the fact that like mortgage is probably a bit more expensive and it's not just like your apartment or something. Correct. Great. Now, not every mortgage qualifies for a recast. So if you have a loan through FHA, which is the Federal Housing Authority, or the VA, which is the Veterans Loans, you do not qualify to recast. Wow. And do you know know why? That's just a rule they have in place, that if you're a veteran, they don't want you paying off your house sooner? No, I don't know that that's true. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. if in the VA you get better terms than you would get on the regular market. Oh. So that I don't know the full details not being a veteran. And the, I just know from doing my research that those two types of loans do not, if your mortgage is backed by the Veterans Association or Veterans Administration or the, it's backed by FHA, they those do not um, qualify for recasting. Interesting. Okay. Now, what does? Loans that are backed by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. What's Fannie Mae? So Fannie Mae and Freddie Yeah, I know that name, but I couldn't like point at something and tell you, that's Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. I'm going to explain it. So <laughs> Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are home mortgage companies that were created by Congress. I thought they were like the sketchiest hedge fund things in the world. No, they're not. From what I heard about Freddie Mae and Fannie Mac in in like 2008 when I was maybe like 10, I remember hearing that name just swirling around and I went, I guess they're a bad guy because they're in the news now or or something like that. But I just remember thinking, oh, there was a famous guy named Freddie Mae and the famous people named Freddie Mae and Fannie Mac and they did some really bad stuff and now their companies are in trouble. That's legitimately what I thought. So here we are, learning things. Congress created both of those. So Fannie Mae stands for Federal National Mortgage Association. So somebody took the the four letters. And put more letters to make it a name. Yeah. And Freddie Mac stands for the Federal Home Loan Mortgage Corporation. And so that was considered, you know, Fed, because it has Fed in it. They called Freddie, right? Okay. So those two things were created by Congress to help people get loans for mortgages. And this was, I think, based on when we had our... um, uh, The housing crisis? No, this goes all the way back to about 1939 when we had all these problems with uh, after the stock market crashed and people couldn't afford homes and stuff. So this was... They were providing money that would help. So, for instance, no, I understand. I just you said the nineteen, you said nineteen thirty nine, and part of me went. Was that I don't. Like I I think nineteen thirty nine is a kind of around when they were created. Okay, but in nineteen nineteen, you know, we had the total stock market crash. Right. Yeah. Right. So then, for like twenty years, it was very hard for people to get home mortgages. Right. And and own a home. Right. And so the federal government stepped in and created these two. Uh, associations or whatever, and they help. So, like a bank, like a Bank of America, can go to the go to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac and say, "We want to borrow ten billion dollars, right. and we're going to give loans to all our customers." Okay, type of thing. And so the government will back those. So if you have one of those loans, and I don't know the percentages because I try to look it up, but I, when I first did, of my how own, many homeowners have a loan from them? Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, right? 
when I first did a recast, which was probably 10 years ago, um, the person I spoke to at the bank I was at, she said, oh, yeah, about 90% of the loans in the country are Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. And then when I tried to do my research online and looked like in the last week, it, they had no percentages. So I don't, know if the, I don't know if that number is still true. But, or maybe it's changed. So, but it's something approximately, it's over 50%, I know. Did you, I'm going to assume you didn't have your loan from? Through the VA or the FHA? No, it was Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. So I could, yeah, so, but here's an example. Oh, I w- so you did have it through Freddie Mae, Fannie Mac. Correct. You did, okay, but all right. I had it from a bank, but the bank was backed by, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Got it. Okay. Right. So like, for instance, I did my, and I can tell everybody, Chase, Bank of America, and Wells Fargo are all mortgages um, that, all quali- banks that, that qualify for recasting. That provide mortgages that, yeah. Because That's good. their money that they're loaning to people is backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Okay. Yeah, And I don't sense. know all the banks that did it, but I was with Chase when we did our first recasting. And here's the short story of how this happened. I went to refinance. I called this person who was recommending me, who was a mortgage broker. Say, oh yeah, we, you know the rates have dropped like one, two points or something, and I was going to save like three hundred fifty dollars. That'd be pretty good, like three hundred fifty right. a month. Right. So because I was on the set at the time, I said I'll call you back on Friday, and this was like Wednesday at four o'clock. I call back on Friday. I can't get the guy. I call back on Monday. I can't get him. Tuesday. I can't get him. This goes on for two weeks, and the guy who was recommending me apparently went snowboarding or something. By the time he came back, the, rate, the rates were now back up 2%. Oof. So I wasn't going to save one penny. So I call Chase, and I go, you guys have had my mortgage now for like 10 years. Can you tell me, is there anything I can do? This is ridiculous. I just lost out because this mortgage broker went snowboarding and didn't return my calls. And the lady said to me, have you considered recasting? And I go, what's that? And she goes, oh, I'll connect you with the person who does the recast. And she does, and she tells me about it. She said, I was paying about $400 a month on my additional principal every month for probably the first seven years we're in the house because I could afford it. Oh, so she could afford to pay more. Right. Yeah. So 400 times 12 is what? Uh, 4800 Right. And you have to put down approximately $5,000 to do a recast. But it oh. comes right off the principal. So since I was doing that every year, I said, instead of doing 400 a month, I'll save the 5000 and put the 5000 down. So after about seven years in the house, or whenever I first did the recast. Wait, sorry. I'm just trying to backtrack. You, she, the lady on the phone who told you to recast said, I've been putting down 400 No, no, no. You I, said that. Okay. No, I, the, I didn't say any of that. I knew I was already doing it. And she said, well, to do the recast, you have to put down $5,000. That is not a fee. That is not a cost. That comes right off your principal. So you were paying 400 additionally because you could afford to. You said that. So instead of doing the 400 monthly, uh, monthly you just were going to put down 5000 at the beginning of the year, the end of the year, or just whenever you decided whenever to Whenever I recast. did the recast. Okay. All right. So, but the example is I had about $160,000 loan after we paid, did our bound payment. After about seven years, I had like, oh, let's say $124,000 left on the mortgage because I was paying all this additional principal. Right. I call up the person and say, can I, you know, they, I get connected to the recast lady. And she says, yeah, we can do that. 
You said, but you have to put down $5,000. And I'm thinking, if this is $5,000 in costs just for the privilege of doing the recast, I'm not doing She goes, no, it's just for, it comes right off your principal. I'm like, I'm approximately doing that every month. I mean, every year, 400 times 12, I'm doing approximately 5000 a year. Why don't I just do it all up front? So, but yeah, so you got to explain the, the difference between doing 400 little bits at a time and why 5000 is so important. Correct. All right. So if I, after seven years now, owe $125,000 on my principal, mm-hmm. right? I still was paying, based on my old loan, something like 1600 a month because I had a loan that was like, I don't know, 8% a month or something, 8% interest. Okay. And I, loans are, mortgage loans now are like 4% or less. That's Whereas, not bad. Right. But so 8% was what I was paying 30 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So when my mortgage is down to 125000 that I owe on the principal, but I still have something like 23 years left of the mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since I was already paying an additional principal each month that came to approximately $5,000 a year, when she told me I had to put down $5,000 to do the recast and it comes right off the principal, I said, okay, I'll do that. So if I have one twenty-five and I put down 5000 what do I have? One twenty. So now my mortgage, I don't change the interest rate with the recast. So I still had whatever it was, the 8%, 7.75. I forget what it was. Right. And it's now based on 120. It's not based on the 160 that I originally had. So the if you were chipping off at the principal 400 at a time, that wouldn't make as big of an impact Correct. as 5,000 at a time would. With consideration to you paying, you know, about 8% in interest. Right. But the reason is... You're just doing the long-term math. When I just put additional principal and I put 400 a month, I still have that payment of $1,700 a month. So if you do the 5,000 at once, maybe it goes down to 1,500. It went down to like uh, 1,450. Wow. You know why? What was the remaining principal after I put down the 5,000? 120. Yeah. So now I'm paying the same interest rate. The interest rate never changes with a recast. I'm paying the exact same interest rate, but I'm not paying it on $160,000 principal. I'm paying it on one twenty. So if you just put in a mortgage calculator and you type in 8% or whatever times that, I was paying something like $350 less a month. I On am- top of the you paying... Oh, okay, I got it, I got it. You're factoring in that... Physically per month, you were paying less. A lot less. So, mentally, But you're factoring that in, in f- because the interest will make it less. Now that, now that the interest has stayed the same on a different principle, you're estimating that. Yeah. So were you actually still physically, like the bank was still sending you $1,700 rent no. checks? It, so that no. went down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm just so trying to figure out where here's it the example. went down, if it went down both places. Or- if you put in a mortgage calculator and you put in the number 160000 you put 30 years at 8%. It's whatever. I don't know the number offhand. Here's that number. Let's say it's $1,700. Now, month, you, yeah. now you put in the number 120000 times 8% interest for 30 years. Do you think the number's less? Yeah. That, okay, that makes sense. I just didn't know if the bank, you know... We still want our money. We still want all of it. So we'll charge you at the same no. rate and just you'll pay it off sooner because you're paying, you're still paying 1700 a month. My first recast, I was paying like $400 less a month. 
Okay. So as a person who's a freelancer, you're like, wow, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And as my salary was slowly but surely going up, or even if I was on a show that got canceled, that was fine because I kept saying, well, I have 400 less that's going out of the house every month. Right. All right. So that's great. Yeah. Now, I was also continuing to pay the extra 400 a month because I was saving it. Oh. So now that- So you were always prepared to pay the- I'm going to stick with that 1700 number. You're always prepared to pay that number. So you're going to chip off at the principal in that way, but also when you recast, which I don't know if there were any other leftover points you had before you were going to get to the next one, but I was going to ask, um, how often can you re- recast? Clearly you can't do it just back to back and you know, you can't twice do it in back to back, a year. I got to a point where I was doing it at least once a year. Okay. Now- you know how I said, so if your payment was 1700 and it, let's say it went down to approximately 1300 when I recast. Mm-hmm. If I continue to pay the 1700 that's great. I'm even lowering that uh, principle lower and lower, right? right? Well, if let's say I needed a new car, we needed a new roof on the house, I cannot pay the 1700 a month and just pay the thirteen mm-hmm. because the number is now down. But I have that all that extra cushion of like, all right, mentally, I know I can handle any emergency we have, right? Right. Well, I got to the point, I said to myself, because this is, I'm like having fun with this, I'm going to make sure this house is paid off by the time you finish your sophomore year of high school, because that will be six years before you graduate from college. And even though we had saved a college fund for you, I like, oh, I can really see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. So here's the thing, one other point you need to know about recasting. Um, to me, I consider it like refinancing where you lower your payment, but you have close to no costs. I don't know if you remember, I told you that when you buy a house, you have all these closing costs. Right. And there's sometimes like between three and 5%. So if you had a $200,000 loan, it might cost $6,000 to close the loan, which means you go to a bank and they say, okay, here's the fee for the appraiser. Here's the fee for escrow. Here's the fee for, um, the inspector. Here's the fee for delivery fees. Here's the loan origination fee. Every, a lot of fees. None, non stop fees. The world is just made of fees. So on a two hundred thousand dollar loan, you could pay six thousand dollars or more in fees. Right. That none of that counts towards your principal. You're just paying fees for the privilege of lowering your payment. I was lowering my payment, and I had to fill out a one page application. Guess how much that one-page application cost me? Uh, 20 bucks. $125. Okay. That was the full closing cost to drop my loan, $400. So is that $125 every single time you recast? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah. But versus 6000 Yeah, so if you can do that, that's better. Right. I mean, essentially, you're paying all of... Like the bank is getting all of their money. It's not like you're paying any less money, but you're doing it in a way where that 1700 a month becomes a little bit less daunting. I mean, for me right now, I don't pay rent in living in this home, but it makes me wonder of, you know, wow, okay, realistically living in Los Angeles or really anywhere, that's like $1,000 going out of the, out of, out of, you know, and that's that's kind of a lot of money when you're 24. Exactly. Uh, I think that's probably a lot of money for everyone, especially after this pandemic. So uh, I, 
it's it's crazy to think that rent is that expensive. And uh, you know, I have a friend who's paying he's paying like thirteen hundred or fourteen hundred for like not the best place and or it's a studio apartment and that's a studio apartment and you were right. paying 1700 for a full-blown house right um so times have definitely changed but definitely if you know when going into a home someday and i'm thinking okay let's get the 1700 down i've saved up enough this is what saving up is for is trying to you know pay for the big things right because the big things are the mortgage the you know, a car reasonably. Cause I think a lot of people end up having cars if they have kids or something. I don't know. Um, so that, that's good to know. I'm hoping that, you know, someday in the future, if I get to be a homeowner, that recasting will be a part of my plan. So I'm just going to sum this up. Recasting is a lot less expensive than new financing. When you recast, there's no credit or appraisal uh, requirements. Zero. You it's just that one time application. Yeah. You keep your current interest rate. So you're like, wow, with a refinance, I would lower my interest rate. Well, you can do recasts even if the interest rates don't go down because as long as you keep dropping your principal, you just get a new loan based on the lower principal. Got it. Well, so do you pay off the interest first before you start digging into the principal? Is that how most I want work? To, I want to start paying the principal. What happens is that when you get to the 30th year of a 30-year loan and you had a $1,700 payment saying you never lowered that payment, right? it's probably $1,675 is principal and $25, and $25 is interest. Okay, so and it's, at the first year alone, it's just the reverse. Okay, that makes sense. $1,675 of interest and $25 of it's, it's an inverse relationship. That makes sense. Right. So I, knowing that was true, before I learned about recasting, I said, whenever I have any extra money, I'm putting it towards additional principal because I want to pay this house off. Right. So with the recast, you, you no credit or appraisal requirements. You keep your current interest rate. You can save on interest and lower your payment, so therefore pay your house off sooner. And I have basically no closing costs. If I'm paying $125, and I'm sure that number for the application is higher, maybe it's $250 now or something, but that's all I pay. When I pay the $6,000 in closing costs every single time I do my recast, and that's just based, let's say- You mean every single time you do a refinance? A refinance. um, None of that is applied to the principal. When I have to put down $5,000, it comes immediately off the principal. You can hear the bulb just went off. Um, You finally got it. No, it's just because refinancing, like you explained it, and I've heard that term before. I feel like even some banks and creditors are now even like promoting that, like, yeah, refinance your house, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, Because a lower interest rate is better than a higher one, obviously, like do the math, but... I didn't realize that it cost that much and it didn't even go towards principal. Zero goes towards the principal. So to lower your interest rate, which, yeah, will help you because you're paying less interest, you're also paying a crazy amount that would be better off used as a recast. So let me ask this, if if this is, you know, true or not. Could you, if you just, you know... You got really lucky and you got a lot of work or you got a huge bonus or you got a whatever money you came into and you said, I really just want to pay this house off. Could you technically pay like more than the 5000 You can pay off as much as you want. If you do a recast, you could put down, there's a couple of times, I, I think I did 
two refinances on the house and three recasts. Okay. And one of the things, because I just had this goal, I have to f- pay off the house by the time you finish your sophomore year of high school. There was one of the recasts I put down $7,500. Okay. And I go, oh, wow. It, it went from 89000 to, you know, 81500 It's great. Whatever a, it was. We're, uh, we just got a lot of numbers on the show. And sometimes it's hard to wrap my brain around the fact that like, Someone in a check would have just $7,500 and there it, there it goes. But now, you know, the house is great. So we, it's good to have a home. Listen, I, and to sum up, this is not me saying I'm against refinancing. I think refinancing is great too. But when I throw out that number and say, oh, the closing costs are $6,000, that's on approximately a $200,000 loan that you're refinancing to. So if your loan, you're, if you bought a house for $500,000 and you're now refinancing when the principal is $400,000, if you do 3% on $400,000, you could have a $12,000 closing costs. Yeah, I'm like wrapping my brain around the fact that, oh, I've been in my home for 10 years and I am... You know, I don't know why I'm Miss Robot voice now, but I'm refinancing. I have no idea why they call, you know, a $6,000 closing cost. Like, I have no idea why they have a closing cost if you've been in the house for 10 years and you're trying to refinance again. Well, because not all the time when you refinance is it with the exact same lender. You go, oh... I have a loan with B of A, but these guys have a slightly better refinance rate, so I'm just changing loans. You now have a new lender. Oh. So they say we have to start the loan all over. So refinancing, essentially, this so this is now new. Uh, refinancing, I'm going to assume not in all cases, but in a good amount of them is switching lenders. And you don't have to. It could be with the exact same lender, and the same lender say, oh, you want a new interest rate? Well, we're going to charge. Well, now the- we have a new mortgage, so now we have to sign new we papers. Have to now we have all to the do- closing fees again. <gasps> That's criminal. And recasting eliminates all that. Wow. So, so I could go from B of A to Chase, and they'd be like, "Well, we got to do some closing costs. It's not a thirty-year mortgage, but now it's twenty-five. No, it it becomes a new thirty-year mortgage based on whatever the principal is at that time. Oh, well, no unless banks- you took out a fifteen-year loan. Depending okay. on how much you had left on your right, thing. yeah. But most home homes are thirty year. But I feel like if you've if you've already paid thirty, feel like you know you've been in your home for fifteen years, and then you're gonna. I don't feel like you'd. I don't understand why you'd get another thirty year loan. But I guess that's other people's problem, not mine. But let me do one other quick example. That's that's criminal. Let's say you're doing guys. A light bulb is just. I'm sorry, Dad. At this good. I'm glad you get the light bulb moment because that's what this show's about. Let's say you had a house where you had a $500,000 mortgage because you live in LA and the house you bought is 800000 right? So you're down to 400000 and you want to refinance because the rates have dropped and this is going to be great. Right. But let's say 3% approximate closing costs. It's going to be $12,000. You go, I don't have $12,000. This is crazy. Yeah. What do most people do? They tack it onto the loan. So instead of having a $400,000 loan, you have a $412,000 loan. But you just have a lower interest rate. Correct. Versus. So people tack on the closing costs. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm repaying for doing new loan papers. I'm not doing that. To me, that's criminal. Yeah, that's. Now, listen, overall, I'm not against refinancing. But when you can recast and you're. But when you do the numbers. it, It makes sense. Yeah. And so the requirements are you have to meet certain equity requirements. I don't think any bank's going to really tell you, but I would say if you're in seven or eight years in your house, you probably 
could get it. You got to call your lender and say, are you guys Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac? Do you have a recast division of your bank? Right. And they might connect you to that, but they don't advertise this. And you might have to meet your lender's payment history requirements, which might be, oh, if you haven't like missed payments on, if you've missed payments on your thing, they're probably not going to let you recast. Like, oh, I didn't pay during January and February for my mortgage. And they're like, where's your mortgage? Send it in. Wait. You they have to the be. The bank doesn't like evict you as soon as you don't pay. No, but they, they want to see a payment history. Got so it. So you have to be good, consistent payment history. But so, the I mean, the overall thought of this show is, especially if you're a freelancer, consider recasting. It's, to me, it's like refinancing without the costs. It gives you that emotional charge or whatever when you say, okay, I lowered my payment $300. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel because as a freelancer, oh, I'm, my money is, I can make really good money for six months and then maybe not for two months. But you can see the light at the end of the tunnel because there's less money leaving the house. Yeah, I feel like, didn't you tell me something about, which if you don't want to like disclose of it, but how much was your last payment on the house? Uh, like the last monthly, it was like, that was After it. I recast, um, my last payment was 280 a month from 1700 originally. And 280 a month was how many months were you paying 280 I think About I, ish. I probably paid it because I think on the last recast, I put down like $8,000. You crazy, man. You're well, crazy. Because it was the end of sophomore year. I had to get there. I had to get there. <laughs> sophomore year. What? I mean, like, it'd be one thing if it, it, well, when she graduates high school, but I, I, what's with sophomore year? Well, here's the thing. I just wanted to, you know. Sophomore year was like 2013. Yeah, exactly. But my, I don't know if you remember this. So. I had like nine more payments or something, and I was paying a little extra principal more than the two eighty. Let's say I was paying eight hundred or something, because I could afford seventeen, but whatever. I was paying, let's say, eight hundred, and the mortgage was like two eighty. Right. So after about nine months, we owned the house, and you, mom, and I were in a car, and I remember driving, and I was going to put the envelope in the mailbox, and I just put it in the mailbox. I got back in the car, and I looked at you both, and I said, "We own the house." I actually remember you doing that. Now that you like you bring it all back, I think I remember. And you doing I think that. I said to both of you, "Come on, we're going out to dinner to celebrate." And I also said to you, "We did it by the time you finished your sophomore year in high school." Yeah, sophomore year was a good year. I think I enjoyed that year. Um, I guess you did too. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess uh, thank you for this eye-opening, light bulb, brightening episode. Well, I'm glad you got something out of it. It's um, great. I think, I think when I ask you more questions, knowing we're like fully on the record, hello everyone. Uh, like I'm genuinely shocked that refinancing is a thing, and that's I don't like it. I mean, it's great. Listen, it, no, it's it's, good, it's a good thing, especially if you don't if you don't. Um, they tack it on. They tack it on. What? What? You don't have to, but how many people, like on a four hundred thousand dollar loan, well, have twelve grand standing by? I will by? say, if you can't pay, you know, however much, if you can't pay more than five grand, but you want to do something that feels like progress, lowering your interest rate and then tacking it on is one thing. Especially if you live in a place and it's not as crazy as the like the living costs are in California. Just you know, buying a home here, but. That's just, oh, 
it's, oh, well, can you the, guys hear it in my voice? <laughs> yes, I can. Listen, <laughs> the overall the the overall note of this show is I'm not down on refinancing, but I like recasting even better. And Thank God for that lady. Thank uh, God that guy went on his snowboard trip, right? Exactly. Cowabunga, even though I think that applies to surfing more so than and, snowboarding. And the second point of the show is we both love Deanne's laugh at the top of the show. Yes, I, I hope it's enjoyed by all, and I know that uh, I, I don't know if she knew she had the the pep I needed when she when we were to wake we were, us up. Yeah, on a when Tuesday we were recording it, but when we're in the dad's daughters and dollars uh, podcast studios. Yes, this our studios. I like I like that. That's good. We ha- and we look. We have lights behind us. We we decked it out. That's right. Um. But thank you so much for um, listening and uh, listening to me understand what the hell equity was. <laughs> um. <laughs> and thank you. And please subscribe. We keep getting more and more listeners. Thank yes. you so much. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. The content on Dads, Daughters, and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.